Welcome to the broadcast of the Bible Way Church of Atlas Road, where Daryl Jackson is our pastor. We're located at 2440 Atlas Road in Columbia, South Carolina, and we're glad you've tuned in. We pray today's message is a blessing to you. If you desire prayer, our ministers are available to pray with you. Give us a call at 803-776-1238 or call us toll-free at 1-888-776-1238. Today, Youth Pastor Antoine Jackson shares a message titled, Thankful for It All. There is a word for the Lord today. There is a word for the Lord today. In the spirit of thanksgiving, the Lord is uh, taking us to a very familiar passage of Scripture, a very familiar passage of Scripture. Happy belated Thanksgiving to everybody. I hope you all had a great time with family, friends. hope you uh, enjoyed uh, the holidays. I hope you got some rest and hope you enjoyed all the great fellowship that had been going on in the in the holiday season of Thanksgiving. But now that we are here on this Sunday morning, I believe the Lord wants us to go back to the Word of God. Amen. Amen. It's good to see family and friends. It's good to uh, sit down and, and watch uh, football, whether your team win or lose. Somebody lost yesterday, but I'm not going to bring that up, Uncle Roy. But... We still could be thankful. <laughs> I spared them at 8 o'clock, all right? All right. But we still, so go with me to 1 Thess- Thess- Thessalonians, excuse me, 1 Thessalonians, the fifth chapter, the 18th verse. 1 Thessalonians, the fifth chapter, the 18th verse. I'm reading from the New Living Translation. Get out your Bibles, your devices, whatever you have available to you. If you don't have it, we have it for the screen behind This is the Apostle Paul writing this particular epistle to the church of Thessalonica, and he is encouraging them in this season that they were in to always be grateful to God. Amen. Amen. Look at the text. Look at verse 18. It says, be thankful in all circumstances. Be thankful in all circumstances circumstances for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus now I want to read the New King James version to put it in in a further context look what the New King James version says it says in everything give thanks in everything give thanks for this is the will of God um, in Christ Jesus for you. And it's more like you look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, the subject today is thankful for it all. Thankful. I know I got some thankful people in the house. Say, Man, come on, let's give God a praise. I'm thankful for it all. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. I'm thankful for it all. I, I am truly, truly thankful for it all. By the way, God has been good to me, has been good to my family, has been good to us as a church family, has been good to this community, and I just want to say thank you. Sometimes we just just want to say thank you, amen? It's sometimes just to say thank you. As we continue to celebrate 
60 years here at the Bible Way Church of Atlas Road and the goodness of God in our lives daily. I would, wa I want, I would like to encourage everyone in this season of Thanksgiving to be thankful for it all. To be thankful for it all. We must always recognize that God is good and God is always worthy of our praise. Let me say that again. God is good. He, not, he is not going to be good. He not was good. He is good. And God is always worthy of our praise. By the way, I say to you this. Remember this. If you cannot find anything else to say to God, you can always say to him, thank you. I'm here to tell you this. By the way, you don't need to know Genesis through Revelations. You don't need to have a doctoral degree in seminary or theological training. You don't need to have a collar around your neck, a title beside your name, a badge placed upon your chest, uh, gloves on your hand, a vest at the parking lot. You don't have to have no position in church. You don't have to have no position in the world. All you need to do is have a grateful spirit. And if you can't find anything to say to God, if you can't remember, of the Lord's Prayer, the church prayer, the church song, the hymn song, whatever, you can always tell God thank you. Do I have a witness in the house? You can always tell the Lord thank you. God, my body is tired. Lord, I've been sleeping with five people for the last two and a half years. But Lord, I thank you. Y'all catch that. Lord, my money is not where it should be. But Lord, I still want to tell you thank you. Those zeros don't have nothing but zeros in front of them. But at the end of the day, it doesn't, that bank account does not determine my attitude. That bank account does not determine my gratefulness. Even if it's a zero, even if it have a negative in front of us, I'm gonna stand here and declare that God is good and he is worthy of my praise. So Lord, I thank you. My health report came back a little disappointing. I went for a normal checkup, but then the doctor said I got some bad news, but I got some good news to tell the devil. Your bad news is not gonna make me have a bad attitude. Your bad news is not gonna have me bitter. Your bad news is not gonna have me disgruntled. Your bad news is not gonna make me have a pity party, cause I'm gonna still tell my savior, my Lord Jesus Christ, thank you for it all. For God is good and God is worthy of my praise. If I had about five 
people to know that it doesn't matter what the doctor told you. It doesn't matter what your supervisor told you. It doesn't matter what your kids are doing. It doesn't matter what the streets are doing. It doesn't matter who the president. I don't care who the president. I'm going to still give God my thank you praise. Oh, come on, by the way. You got 10 seconds to give God your thankful praise. Thanksgiving is a man holiday. I'm thankful every day. Every morning when I wake up, I don't need no alarm to wake me up. The sun hit my face and I say, thank you, Jesus, for starting me on my way. Thank you, God, for blessing me with my family. Thank you, God, for my mother. Thank you, God, for my father. Thank you, God, for my brother. Thank you, God, for my grandmother. Thank you, God, for my aunties and uncles. Thank you, God, for my cousins. Thank you, God, for my Bible-way family. Because if it wasn't for God putting me here with you all, I would have been dead sleeping in my grave. I would have been in a jail seeing my kids behind some wall. I would have been on Bull Street smoking the wrong joint, banging my head against the wall. But if it had not been for the blood, it was the blood that would never lose its power. Because the blood don't lose its power, how can I come to church and not give God my best praise, my thankful praise? He deserves it. He deserves it. He took you from a mighty long way. He brought you from that bad situation. He saved you from that bad relationship. He saved you from that bad investment. You thought that you had everything figured out. You thought that you could do everything all by yourself. The Bible says, he told Joshua, Joshua be strong and courageous. As I was with Moses, Grandma, I will be with you. God had to remind me, he said, as I was with Bishop, coming out the oil truck, I'm going to be with you coming out the trap house because I'm thankful for it all. I'm thankful for it all. God is good. God is good. Take your seat. You'll see, yes. I don't know about you, but I'm thankful. God is worthy of our praise. Church, by the way, as believers, we are challenged to be different than the world. We are not to respond to adversity as the world responds to adversity. We are not to respond to heartache and trials and tribulation as the world responds to it. Because we don't live by a constitution. 
we don't live by a uh, uh, educational survey or, or, or some study, but we subscribe to the word of God. And the Bible tells me that in Proverbs, the third chapter, the fifth verse through the sixth verse, Elder Eric, team Jesus theme scripture. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. It don't say trust with half your heart. It don't say trust with three quarters of your heart, but it says trust in the Lord with all your heart. I know your mama passed away last year, but you gotta trust the Lord with all your heart. I know things are not going well as you, you think it should, but you need to trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. Pastor, I know you didn't understand what me and DJ was going through. I know you didn't understand why you can preach every Sunday and saving everybody else's kids, but you couldn't save your own kids. But he didn't lean to his own understanding. But he acknowledged him and he got up here every Sunday morning, 8 and 11, 3 o'clock, 5 o'clock, Tuesday, and he says, God, I will trust you when I can't trace you and I would acknowledge you in all all your ways and look what it says and he shall direct your path when good things happen in our lives we should be thankful but church when bad things occur and difficult and sometimes uncomfortable situations we should be thankful Everything is not going to go your way. Everything is not going to go according to plan. I, I, we make plans all day. We make, we make plans. We say we're going to you know, get married at 25. We're going to have kids at 27. We're going to be, uh, our career is going to take off at 33. And, and then I'm going to retire at 60. But that's your plans. God has his own plan. But just because your plans didn't work out how you wanted, you should not take your bitterness out on God. You should still be thankful. For the Bible says, Pastor Willie May says in Philippians, the fourth chapter, the sixth verse. Pastor, this is one of your favorite scriptures. This is something Grandma gave you in a time that we were going through as a family. It says, don't worry about anything. Why are you trying to control the uncontrollable? Why are you worrying about something that you cannot control? The Bible doesn't say you control it. It says don't worry about anything. And look what it says. It said instead pray about everything. Oh, we need to get have less Facebook status and more intimacy in our prayer classes. You need to stop putting your business out here on social media and you need to go into your closet and get whatever you have, whatever you have. You, you need to use what you got. If you don't have no church oil, you don't need no church oil. You got the oil in, in yourself. It's called the Holy Ghost. And you get in that closet and you say, Father, I stretch my hands to thee. No other help I need but you. My kids are acting crazy. My husband is about 
about to leave me. My sister is not speaking to me. But guess what? Lord, I still thank you. Because Paul tells them, he says, tell God what you need. Why are you telling Facebook what you need? It doesn't tell you to tell Instagram what you need. It doesn't tell you to tell church members what you need. It doesn't even tell you to tell your pastor, pastor, I need a prayer. Pastor, I need, it says, tell God what you need, what you need. And then look what it says, it says, and thank him for all he already has done. See, when you get in your prayer closet and you get to asking God for stuff, and then he remind you that he woke you up this morning, that he started you on your way, that he gave you the ability to wave your hands, stump your feet, speak out of your mouth. Then you get to realize it's like, God, you know what? I'm tripping over nothing. I shouldn't worry about all that stuff I can't control because I'm going to thank you for what you already done. You already saved my life. You already provided a, a shelter for me. You already gave me a vehicle to drive in. It doesn't matter if it got air conditioning or heat. At least you gave me a vehicle to ride in. And Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you. For the word of God tells me that discipline is for my good. The blessings I'm thankful for. My family, I'm thankful for. Provisions, I'm thankful for. But God, I'm also uh, thankful for the trials and the tribulations. Lord, I'm also thankful for the discipline that you gave me. Because if you didn't give me that mama I got of mine, so, oh Lord, I don't know where I would be. Because she refused to allow me to live in my sin. And she told me, you ain't going to do it in this house. You're going to get up out of this house, Daryl. You need to go back because he won't live in this house. And that's the same with God. God said, you're not going to live in sin in this house, in this temple. The Holy Spirit can't reside where those other spirits reside in. For the word of God tells me the discipline that God gives. Or you might think God is picking on you. God says, I'm doing it for your benefit and your purpose. God says, I'm doing it to get you back on the right track. And when you come out of this, and when you come out new, it says, I looked at my hands and they look new. I look at my feet and they did too. You, all you gotta do is say, thank you, God, for it all. I thank you for giving me the ability to come out on the other side. By the way, don't allow your current situation to affect your right now praise. Whatever you're experiencing on the past, even on today, you cannot come into the place of God. It says, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord, for this is the day that the Lord has made. I shall rejoice and be glad in it. I need you to look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, I'm thankful for it all. Neighbor, I'm thankful for it all. Times have always been easy. 
Times have not always been what I thought they would be. I remember when I had friends every day I can talk to. I remember when everybody was telling me how good I was. I remember when everybody was patting me on my back. But now I feel alone. I feel deserted. I feel like nobody wants to be bothered with me. But thanks be to God that he never leaves me or forsakes me, especially in the time of trouble. For Joseph understood this better than anybody. For Joseph was betrayed by his own family because he had a dream that was going to elevate him to higher status. Your own flesh and blood will turn on you when they find out that God is anointing you to do something great. But if it had not been for the Lord who was with Joseph as he was in the pit as he was transferred to Potiphar's house and eventually thrown into prison for committing a crime he did not do. But God never took his hands off him in the midst of it all. God says, son, I'm going to take you from the pit to Potiphar's house, to the prison. Now I'm going to take you to the palace. Some of us went to the pit. We went to the prison, but now God has got us in a palace and you sitting on your feet and acting like God does not deserve your best praise. Yeah, I know you look good right now. I know you got everything together right now. I know you smell good. You, you, you look good. You're driving good, but that's deserved even a higher praise. So I'm going to give you 10 seconds to give God your best praise because you know he had your back on your work stays. God, I thank you for having back Pastor Mac when I was in the pit. God, thank you. Deacon Glover, God, I thank you for having my back when I was in the prison. Because you could have left me there. You could have left me for dead. But you snatched me there. And you said, come out of here. Get out and Lord, I just hear if I don't come to any other Sunday, I just want to say thank you. Thank you. It could have been another way. It could have been another way. Don't fool me now. Come on, Bible way. I know we're in Thanksgiving season. I know we're in a Thanksgiving season. I know I got about 10 people that got something that they are thankful for that God has done for you in the year of 2023. Don't fool me now. God is good and he is worthy of the praise. I'm thankful for it all. As we transition, you may be seated into our text. Lord, I'm thankful. God, I am so thankful. Y'all know my testimony, but God is even different. Uh, by the way, it's deeper than what you think because it's an everyday testimony. Lord, I'm thankful how you brought my wife out of stuff. Lord, I'm thankful for my children, even when they give us bad reports. Lord, I'm still thankful. Because the devil will not succeed. 
because he will not determine my attitude and my gratefulness unto the Lord. Amen. Now let's turn to our text. The text for today, we have the Apostle Paul writing this letter to the Thessalonian church after have visited them, but he was rushed to leave because his life was being threatened. In those times, the, the Christian faith was under attack. And I mentioned this at 8 o'clock. I believe is you know, scripture to, to back this up. This is through my Holy Ghost imagination. I believe the devil was whispering in the rulers of the world because he didn't want Christianity to, to have a complete uprising because the devil knows the only force that can defeat him was Jesus Christ. The devil knows this, and, and, and scripture can back that up. Even when the 72 disciples, uh, disciples went out and they told Jesus, they reported back Jesus, they said they reported back joyfully, and they said, Master, Master, Rabbi, Rabbi, even the demons obey us when we use your name. So at that time, the, the Christian church, the new Christian church of Paul and Silas and Timothy, they was establishing Christian church all through that region. But Paul had to leave because he was the, uh, I, I guess he was the face of the movement. And they, he was a wanted man and the uh, evil emperor wanted to behead him. So he had to keep it moving, all right? He couldn't stay in one stationary spot. But before leaving, Paul had to establish a Christian church, he had established a Christian church there because of his early departure, the Thessalonians had questions that had gone unanswered. And when his spiritual son, Timothy, went back on Paul's behalf to check on them, Paul gave them these instructions through Timothy. And let us look at our text. And, and we are in chapter 5. Chapter 5, uh, the text that we have chosen today is the, uh, uh, is the last letter in Thessalonians of Holy Scripture. Paul, in this particular passage of Scripture, starts off reminding the Thessalonians that everything they do concerning their faith is for the return of Jesus Christ. Church, I'm here to just encourage you and remind you, everything we do, every turkey basket we give out, every bill we pay from somebody electric bill to every uh, uh, toy we do through a toy drive to every church service we do to every building we're about to build to every building we have already built to every renovation we do to praise team to every song you sing ushers to every door you open up media team to every camera you cut on it's all for the return of Jesus Christ this is what we do it for God wants to come back and see a church that is in place with him. We do not build buildings just for our sake. We do not build buildings just so we can sit in them. We build buildings so we can save souls. We build buildings so we can build the kingdom of God. And Paul was reminding them that everything they do concerning their faith is for the return of Jesus Christ. By the way, that's not ever be in a position that we are just having church to have church. That we're just here just showing up because we have to show up. We always got to be in a position of gratefulness and thankfulness. And we got to always keep the main thing as the main thing as the kids say. We got to always understand that it's because of Jesus' return. This is why we are doing what we do. Because we want to be in a position. We want to be a church. When the rapture come, nobody be left behind. Where, where the police come and be like, they, was, they had service this morning. 
Right. The church is empty. If the church, the church should be empty on that day, not on Sunday. Amen. Because that's what our mission is, is to fill the kingdom. Amen. Paul in this, uh, uh, Paul goes on to say, if you have your uh, free time in chapter 5, read uh, all the, the whole chapter. But I'm going to start with 6 through 11. He goes on and says that they are the people of the light of Christ and they should stay alert and clear-headed. Church, we must stay alert and clear-headed. I, I, I tell my wife all the time when she always uh, say, why are you watching CNN and Fox News? And uh, Yeah, I watch Fox News sometimes <laughs> and all that stuff because I want to be alert and, and I don't want the enemy to catch me as they say in the uh, uh, streets with my pants down. So I'm going to always know what the enemy has going on so you wouldn't use it against me. I'm not watching it just to, just to, you know, just, just to be informed of, of all these uh, things that are going on. But I want to be alert. And look what he says. And be clear-headed. That means you can't be foggy. That means you got to be sober. I know what the Bible says, and I know what the Bible says. We, no, but you, th this is what the Bible says also, too. You have to be clear-headed. You can't see the devil coming when you all in that fog. When you all messed up, you, you, you will find out that when you do things that you're not supposed to do, that's when he sneak in. Talking about you drunk in love, you're going to wake up with some sober results. I'm drunk in You have to be clear-headed. The Bible is clear about this because he knows the devil is the prince of the airways. The devil will, will, will sneak in there. He is sneaking there through the music. You feeling good, you know, to, you know, having your good time. Oh, it's Thanksgiving. It's Black Friday. I make it to church on Sunday. You might not make it. You might be that, that Saturday. Between that Saturday and Sunday, it's no guarantee. So that's why we got to stay alert and be clear-headed. I'm not telling you what you do on your Black Friday. God bless you on your Black Fridays. And he says, and we should wear it as a helmet, which is the confidence of our salvation. Then he goes on with his final advice to them in this letter and, and, and the text in verse 15. Look what he says in verse 15. He says, see that no one pays back evil for evil. See that no one pays back evil for evil. He says, but always try. Look at your neighbor and say, try. Some of y'all not even trying. I ain't talking about y'all, but them internet people, some of y'all ain't even trying to be nice to people. He didn't say be perfect. He says, see that no one pays back evil for evil, but he says, but always try to do good to each other and to all people. He says, try. You got to put up the effort. If, God, if you go 50%, God will go the other distance. We have to try to be nice to people. Some of us don't even try to be nice. We don't even try to be understanding. We don't even try to understand that just because they hurt you don't mean you need to hurt your children. 
Oh, I'm speaking to somebody. Just because he left you don't mean that you leave your children. Just because she left you don't mean you take it out on your children. Just because your mom and daddy hurt you don't mean that you need to hurt your children. Just because your friend hurt you don't mean that you need to hurt your new friends who God has placed in your life. Stop trying to do evil for evil. God says try to do good and try to love one another. And he says to all people, I mentioned this at 8 o'clock, Pastor. I said, I don't have a dog in a fight what's going on across uh, the seas. We see the war and all that stuff. But all I know, if innocent people dying, something needs to stop. That's all I'm saying. I'm not taking one side or the other. All I'm saying, if innocent people are dying on both sides, God does not command us to do evil to each other. God does not command us to be evil to one another. We have to love one another. We have to cherish one another. We have to have one another back. We got to know that even though, Andrea, that we go through tough times, we got to still be with one another. Try to do good. Next time that, that, that co-worker talk about you like a dog, go buy them lunch. I said at 8 o'clock, go buy them McDonald's. We're going to work our way up to Chick-fil-A. They don't get Chick-fil-A out the gate now. They got work now. They get root quiz, Pastor. That means you got the real Holy Ghost. But we got to try. Because when you fight evil with love, especially the love of Christ. Man, it, the reason me, my brother, and all my cousins are here in the church because, see, our grandma didn't try to fight evil with evil. She knew that the only way she can see her grandkids get to the place they need to be, every time we went around her, she showed us nothing but love. Baby, I know your mom and daddy tell me what's going on, but baby, I love you. Before we go out and do no, what we know we weren't supposed to do, you get, you get the way you're going, you be like, man, that, that, that voice being in your ear, you be like, baby, I love you, baby, I love you. You just hear, and then you get to get the convicted, you be like, man, I got to go. Because love conquers all. Love, con love covers a multitude of sins. Then you will... Develop as after you develop the love, especially for one another, the love of Christ, we always win. And you would develop a grateful attitude to every circumstances that come your way. Now, verse 16 and 17, to put this uh, verse 18 in its proper context, I want you, us to examine verse 16 and 17. Look what it, verse 16 and 17. It says, always be joyful. Being joyful is a choice. That's an attitude thing. I, I, I know as many of days you go to work, as many days we come to church that we just don't feel like being in the place. But once you get into the place among, now you can have your pity party all by yourself. You can, you can mope and groan and you can pout and complain all the way to church. But once you get around people, you got to put on your joyful face. And it's not being fake. No, that's not being fake. That's being disciplined. That's what that is. I'm not being fake. Yo, you putting on that church smile. Ain't no such thing as a church smile. I'm putting on a smile for not doing something else that I want to do to you. But I'm controlling myself on the inside. I'm, uh, the, 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 the flesh is every day battling with the spirit. Come on, I got a real church in here. 
Now, don't, don't fool me now. Now, if you perfect and you don't got no, nothing going on in your life that you feel like you just everything perfect, that you love everybody and you want everybody to do good, that's your story. But for me, who know that I got to battle with my flesh daily, I got to tell my flesh, simmer down, simmer down. Don't do that. Don't say that. They didn't mean no good when they were saying that. Well, you know, when people say, baby, you're gaining weight, ain't it? Oh, thank you, Holly. You know, COVID. <laughs> you blame it on COVID. I'm telling you, you know, you know how y'all know how we do. But boy, got a couple pounds going on around there. Oh, COVID. My wife cooking every day to have the kids. That, that, but that's not what your flesh want to say. Flesh want to say, but you sitting here on Walker telling me that it, no, I ain't going to go there. I'm just telling what my flesh is saying. I'm not saying I say that to them. But that's the battle. That's the battle. And look what Paul goes on to say. He says, and never stop praying. Never stop praying. We having a prayer service this Tuesday. Yeah, we need to. If you can't make it, because I know the kids back in school, you might have the job. But we need to show up and show out because we are ending the year on prayer. We started the year on prayer. We're going to end the year on prayer because we're going to never be a church that's never praying. We always going to pray because prayer is what breaks the, uh, 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 what's going on in your circumstance. It's because prayer that we are allowed to get out of situation. It's the affection favorite prayer of the righteous that availeth much. But Pastor Mac, I love this translation that says uh, uh, the, the prayer of the righteous produces wonderful results. It's because of prayer. Mama, don't ever stop praying for that teenager. Grandma, don't ever stop praying for that 30-year-old son that still ain't in the church. A uh, uh, husband, don't ever stop praying for that wife. I know she don't want to come to church with you, but don't ever stop praying. Wife, don't ever stop praying for that, that husband. I know he is threatening to leave you. I know he's trying to leave you with your four kids. I know he's trying to say that y'all relationship will never work again. But if you take it to the Lord in prayer... My mom always tell me, she said, Twans, is there some things that I just take to the Lord in prayer? She was like, it's some things and some people that I know I just got to take to the Lord in prayer because prayer changes things. Amen? Prayer changes things. Eight, verse 18 for our subject, look what then Paul goes on and say. He says, after he says, always be joyful, never stop praying. And then look what he says. He says, be thankful in all circumstances. That means in the good days, in the not so good days, in the bad days, in your worst days, God says, be thankful for it all. God, I'm thankful for allowing me to go through what I went through so I could get to this moment. God, I'm thankful to be in this moment. God, I'm thankful for what you're going to do in this next season. God, I am thankful for it all. 
God, I'm thankful for 60 years of ministry here at the Bible Way Church of Atlas Road. God, I'm thankful for Bishop A.C. Jackson. God, I'm thankful for Mother Janie Jackson. God, I'm thankful for the 13 original charter members. God, I'm thankful for the Little Red Church because if it had not been for the Little Red Church, we wouldn't have a children and youth zone state of the art. So God, I'm thankful for it all. Lord, I thank you. It could have been another way. Lord, I could have been sleeping in my grave. God, I could have been at Alvin S. Glenn trying to figure things out. God, I could have been dead and gone. God, I could have had my mind taken from me. But God, you seem fit to have it another way. So I just want to say thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you for healing my body. Thank you for saving my family. Thank you for saving my community. Thank you for keeping angels charge over my life. Thank you for dangers, keeping from dangers seen and unseen. Thank you for by your stripes that my wife is already healed. Thank you that my children are already saved. Thank you for everything you do. Thank you for my brother bringing him back home and allowing us to work together. I don't know about you, but let me tell God myself what I'm thankful for. Daddy, I love you. Thank you. Mama, I love you. Thank you. If it had not been for the thankfulness that they do towards God. I just want to say, Lord, I thank you. Sometimes you just got to be real and say, Lord, I thank you. Because I just thinking about God is just taking me down memory lane. It could have been another way. It could have been a whole different way. We just, on, on this year, Pastor Mac had to bury our father who he died. His 17-year-old daughter died and his father-in-law died. Only surviving his, his daughter, that is the mother, and her mother. All back to back. I squeezed my 15-year-old and I just want to say thank you. She may not be here with me right now, but God, I'm still thankful. She might not be in my physical, but she here on earth, and I don't know about you, but that deserves a thankful. We gotta be thankful in the little things. We gotta be thankful when God says, I'm doing small things in life. We should never be at a place that we get so content of having all what we have that we are not grateful, that we are not thankful to God. We get to a place that we just think God is supposed to wake us up in the morning. We think that God is supposed to provide food on our table. We just think that God is supposed to give us clothes on our back. But God says, I do that because I love you. And I just want to show you how much I love you. Three key attributes. And then we go as you stand to your feet as we conclude this message. Three key attributes we should take away from today's message. We mentioned them because they are in the text. Takeaway number one, as I said earlier in the text, always be joyful. Always. Being joyful is an attitude. It's an attitude. 
It's, 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 a, it's, it's a position that you can take, that you can control. This, see, I don't, I don't believe, Pastor, that Apostle Paul would, to, would encourage the, the church of Thessalonia to always be joyful if he didn't think that it was achievable. He, he wouldn't tell them always. He wouldn't give them this particular word always. He would have said, sometimes be joyful. He would have said, when things going right, be joyful. Or he would have said, when, when you in church on Sunday morning, be joyful. But he said, always be joyful because I think we can control that. Our attitudes can determine our joy. See, this joy that was given to me, the world didn't give it. So the world cannot take it away. So I'm going to always be joyful. Amen. Point number two. Again, these, these uh, attributes come from the text. Never stop praying. Never stop praying. Never stop praying. When things become too unbearable, pray harder. When things become un uncontrollable, pray longer. Sometimes we got to shut down devices. We got to shut down people. We got to say, I'm not coming out this week. Hey, listen, even if you, you got to watch online, I encourage you to be in the house of the Lord because don't uh, 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 forsake the fellowship with one another. We can encourage one another. But sometimes you just need you and God. Just you and God. Pray. Pray. God hears the righteous prayers. He, 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 and he will answer prayers. He will answer your prayers. And even if he don't give you the answer that you are searching for, remember God is still good and he is worthy of your praise. Point number three, and this has come from directly from my text subject, be thankful in all circumstances. Be thankful in all circumstances circumstances and and I tell this to our young people that that you allow me to uh, minister to here at the Bible Church of Valley's Road I tell them that you should always be grateful to your parents and to the little things that they do and I tell them that because I want them to appreciate their parents because how can you appreciate God if you can't even appreciate the people who you stay with every day but what I'm saying that is, and I think that same principle should apply to God. We should always be thankful to God in every circumstance. That's why the Bible says in New King James Version, it says, in everything, give thanks. It says, in everything. That means while you in it. Cancer in my body, Lord, I thank you. Marriage on the rocks, Lord, I thank you. In between jobs, Lord, I thank you. In school, trying to fight to keep the scholarship, Lord, I thank you. In transition, going from my old friends that I used to party and drink with and, and, and do all this stuff, trying to find new friends that think like me, that has a mind of Christ in the midst of it all, might, might be by myself for a little while, Lord, I thank you. That's why it says in everything, not out everything. Sometimes you got to praise God in the belly of the beast, Jonah. Sometimes you got to be in the belly of the beast 
on your knees. Jonah was in the belly of the beast. He could have been like, man, I give up. I, I throw in the towel. But he knew that God was a provider. And God will do what he said he'll do. So as Bree come and sing this song, I need those who are grateful. If I need those who are thankful to meet me at this altar. Meet me at this altar. Let us pray together. In this season of Thanksgiving, I know I have some grateful people in the house. If you are grateful to all the things the Lord has did for you, is doing for you, and will do for you in this next season, meet me at this altar and let us pray for you. Come on, Bree, let's sing.
for my family. Lord, I'm thankful for the provisions. But God, I'm also thankful for the trials. I'm also thankful for the tribulations. God, I'm also thankful for the discipline. Because it was for my good. For the Bible says that all things work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose. We are all called according to his purpose. And I just want to say thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you for being there when nobody was there for me, you was there. When I couldn't turn to my mother, I couldn't turn to my father, I couldn't turn to my brother. Thank you for sometimes I can't turn to my wife, she can't turn to me, but we can, can turn to you. And we say thank you. Thank you for the future blessings of this house. I speak future blessings in this house. 60 years, dear God, thank you for keeping us 60 years. In the next 60 years, you are going to blow the mind of this world or what this ministry going to do. Grandma, for eyes have not seen, nor ears have heard, or has it entered into the hearts of men's imagination what God is going to do for his people through this ministry. I thank you for everybody that is in this church. Every member, every person that is under the sound of my voice. I thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for believing in God. And then thank you for believing in us. And thank you for believing in yourself. And thank you for being here today. Now as we prepare to close this with a prayer in order to truly give God our greatest gratitude we can give him the greatest thing God wants from us is our lives God says I own silver and gold I own the cattle I own the land I own the buildings I own all that stuff but I gave you your soul yourself the only way I can have your soul if you give it back to me. So the best way we can tell God thank you is by giving our life to Jesus Christ. By committing to something that is greater than ourselves. God wants us to be in his kingdom. He wants us to accept salvation. He wants us to confess with our mouth and believe in our heart that Jesus is Lord. I think no better time than now in this season of Thanksgiving to say, Lord, I thank you. I surrender it all. So after this prayer, if you want to surrender your life to Jesus Christ, I will meet you here at this altar and I will embrace you and we will take this journey together. Dear Heavenly Father, we just want to say thank you. Dear God, thank you for the good days. Thank you for the bad days. Thank you for the provision. Thank you for the correction. Thank you for 
being with us even when everybody abandoned us you were still with us even when the world turned their back on us you stayed with us even when the, the, the world spewed us out chewed us together and said that you are finished you said no you are just getting started thank you thank you thank you for healing our bodies thank you for saving our children thank you for saving our families even if it haven't happened yet God I'm saying thank you in advance because I believe it will happen this is our prayer in Jesus name in Jesus name come on let's clap our hands let's worship God if anybody want to accept salvation if anybody want to give their life to Christ, if anybody wants to join the church, if you want to give your life to Christ today, if you want to take that step, no better day to do it now. Come on. If you want prayer, we have people that pray for you. If you need prayer, God bless you. have a person here want to join the church thank god have somebody want to join the church anybody else god bless let's praise god for this member this young lady that wants to join the church been listening to the worship services at the Bible Way Church of Atlas Road, where Daryl Jackson is our pastor. Our worship services are open to all at 2440 Atlas Road in Columbia, South Carolina, just off I-77 between Shop and Bluff Roads. We will continue to air our services live here on the radio. We're also streaming live on our website at bwcar.org, on Facebook at Bible Way Church of Atlas Road, and now on YouTube. Our streaming services are available live on Sundays at 8 a.m. and 11 a.m. and on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. If you miss any of our services and want to watch them again, you can get them on demand on any of our social media channels. We invite you to stay in spiritual fellowship with us. To place an order for a CD or DVD of today's sermon entitled, Thankful for It All, please call us at 803-776-1238. Reference sermon number 112623. Again, the phone number is 803-776-1238. Reference sermon number 112623. On Sunday, December 10th, join us as Pastor Daryl Jackson continues the three-part sermon series titled, I Survived. Services will be held at 8 a.m. and 11 a.m. in the Worship Center. Invite a special guest to join us for this heartfelt message. Tuesday, December 12th at 7 p.m., the Worship and Arts team will host our annual Christmas Cantata. We invite you to this musical Christmas experience, one you'll never forget. That's Tuesday, December 12th at 7 p.m. We praise God for the testimonies of those who have received Christ and now have a deeper relationship with God as a result of this ministry. To sow your financial seed into this ministry, you can give online by clicking the link on our website at bwcar.org. Or you can give right now from your mobile phone by texting 
BWCAR. You're giving them out to the number 73256. That's BWCAR, and you're giving them out to the number 73256. You can also mail your gift to Bible Way Church of Atlas Road, P.O. Box 90309, Columbia, South Carolina, 29290. Please don't mail cash. Financial donations are also being accepted at the church on Tuesdays from 12 noon until 6 p.m. Thank you for your continued support of this ministry. At Bible Way, our mission is to know God, to love, and to serve.